It's bonus pod one eight seven. You turn up on your first day of I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! <laughs> oh, you're excited. You, this could be the the making of you. All you have to do is be charming and appealing whilst doing things that are the most undignified things you can imagine a person having to do. But you think you can come across well doing things that would humiliate a normal person. <laughs> um, and it's like first day at the camp. I don't think that's right. I don't. I think that's from that's the Big Brother voice. <laughs> first day. I don't watch these shows. First day at the camp, and and you meet all the other celebrities that are on with you. It's um, Sally Payne, the the ja- the javelin gold medalist. It's it's Scoopy Longshot, the um, the celebrity chef. There's. Um, uh, Ceramic Jones, the convicted murderer, <laughs> um, and there's Zebra Twilliam, the inventor of the touchscreen picture frame. You can't believe you're on with these absolute A-listers. First day, first challenge, campers. Time for your first challenge, as the catchphrase goes. And you you turn up and there's a big perspex box. And there is, is a kangaroo in it. And you go, oh, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> I think I know where this is going. I've seen this show before. They're gonna, we're gonna, they put a kangaroo in there to symbolize that we're going to eat some kangaroo testicles. And then the two Geordie guys, um, what are they called? Uh, Dick and Ant. They say, um, Dick and Ant? Ant and, oh yeah, Ant and, Ant and Dom. Ant and Dom, <laughs> they go, all right, campers, all right. <laughs> it's time for your first challenge of I'm a celebrity house. <laughs> feels, and feels just genuinely hung up For there. your first challenge, and you, you're going... Oh, I think my internet's. Uh, well, maybe my internet's. Hello, fucked. have you got? Have, can you hear me? You cut out at um. Okay, I'll just... at a uh, Dick and Dom going go or something. All right, all right, okay, okay. So and yeah, so Ant and Dom are there, and they're going all right, campers, for your first challenge. And you're going, oh ho ho! You're thinking, oh ho ho! I'm gonna eat some kangaroo balls. This is it. This is exactly what I signed up for. All right, campers, for your first challenge, you can probably guess because from what's in the big perspex box there. And you go, ho ho ho! And and Dom goes, or is it Dant? Dant goes for your first challenge, campers. Kill the kangaroo. <laughs> and you're like. You're like what? I'm sorry, I misheard. And 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 Ant goes, you heard, you heard, kill the kangaroo. <laughs> and 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 you're like kill and 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 they go first up, it's Podbud. Come on down, camper, and kill the kangaroo. 
and they open up the box and you're like, are you guys, are you being serious? Look over the producers. They're just looking at the monitors. They're not looking at you at all. And you look over at, um, at the, the runners and all the stuff and they're just like trying to avert, they're trying their best not to look you in the eye. They're looking at the ground. They're looking to the side. And Ant goes, kill the kangaroo. <laughs> and they, they shove you into the, they hand you a hammer and Dent says, Dent? Dent, Dom says, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> kill the kangaroo. <laughs> and they hand you this hammer and they push you into the perspex box and they close it and you go, wait, but I do And the kangaroo's there and looks at you. And you look down at the hammer. And the kangaroo's got these big soft eyes. And you, you're like, I, I, I need to kill kill the kangaroo. This could be the making my career, but I have to kill the kangaroo with a hammer on live TV. I feel like even if I win the competition at the end, it's going to be coloured by the whole murdering a kangaroo with a hammer. <laughs> and you hear a voice go, go on then. You're like, what? And you look up and the kangaroo's going, go on. You wanted to be a star, didn't you? You wanted to be a, a celebrity and get me out of here, didn't you? You wanted to get me out of here. I'm a celebrity, didn't you? This was this is what it takes. Kill me. This is what it takes. And you go, I do want to be a celebrity. And you lift up the hammer and you land it right on the kangaroo's head. You're still there. You land the blow square on the kangaroo's head. It falls to the ground. You keep going. A red mist descends and you you bludgeon this thing. You come out of your days. This pool of blood just pooling around the kangaroo's head. Dom and Dick are going there. They're going, oh my God. Why I? Why I would you do such a thing? Why I? Oh no. And and this poor, and you hear then you hear a voice from the center of the of the of the kangaroo, and the voice goes, "No!" From the center of the kangaroo's belly, going, "What have you done, Phil? What have you done?" And you what? What? What's going on? And the bottom half of the kangaroo separates from the top half, and it's Pierre, and he's going, "What have you done?" And he pulls the head bit off the kangaroo, and it's me. Brains falling out onto the floor of the perspex cage, and you realize that I was in the top half of the kangaroo pantomime style. Pierre was in the bottom, and you've just killed me, Phil Wang, on television. <laughs> You're going to jail. Welcome to bonus part. <laughs> Man, us losing internet connection did not break your stride there. And we've just lost it again. Why did that happen? <coughs> Fucking hell, that was good. Um, that was great, okay. man. Okay. That was astonishing. I really liked um, the names of the celebrities. I was already on board. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan um, of that. What were they again? Pam, um, Pam, ceramic frame or something. Sally frame. <laughs> ceramic Johnson or something like that. The convicted murderer. Yeah. 
I liked yeah. constantly getting the names of the hosts wrong and then also the accent right at the end, completely Jamaican. <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have put a murderer. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you kill the kangaroo? <laughs> um, maybe I shouldn't have put a murderer in there because the podbud ends up being convicted for murder. But maybe miss foreshadowing. Ceramic Jones is there as foreshadowing. Yeah, it's what's well, to throw the audience off. They're gonna go, oh, they're gonna use him, and it's no, it's Podbud. It's Podbud. There's Ceramic Jones in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dark um, intro. I think that's good. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's it's also it says something about our reality TV culture. You know. Mm. <clears throat> The human cost of our reality TV culture and the lengths that people go to 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 be in the public eye yes. for for no other reason than to be in the public eye on its own. Yeah, uh, that as if that is enough simply to be in the public eye. And it was inspired by the news that's just come in that Matt Hancock is going to be on I Am Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, yep. which. Which, and this is a difficult thing to do, keep in mind. This is a difficult thing to do, is the most pathetic thing Man Han- Matt Hancock's ever done. Yeah. He, That's difficult. Uh, it's it's difficult to go, it's difficult for Matt Hancock at this point to do something that makes everyone go, oh, Matt. <laughs> and he's done it. It wasn't just a high bar, Phil. It was a bar on top of a skyscraper. <laughs> this was a man who was health secretary during the pandemic. He, and now he's going on, I'm a celebrity, get me out of it. This country is sick. What is the hold that I'm a celebrity has over English people? And it's yeah. a particularly English problem. Yeah. What is it that, what is wrong with English people's brains <laughs> that they will watch and even worse, be on I'm a celebrity, get me out of it? I don't, understand it's a sickness it's sick it's really strange nadine dorries as well went on while sitting as an mp Ugh. i believe yeah well matt hancock's had the whip removed now i think so yeah he's so he's, he's now an independent mp because he wanted to eat kangaroo balls on tv really yeah because it's people are sick he wanted he, he was the health minister during the, like a global pandemic the significance of which is like world war ii level and he's going should i retire with sort of yeah. quiet dignity <laughs> Just talk about, like, I, I could sell, like, hundreds of books based on, like, stress management and over it. No, 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 no. I've, I'm already embarrassed by my pathetic little sort of affair on camera. I'm going to eat testicles on television with, with dum-dums. What, uh, what does he think is the best outcome? What, what is the outcome he's hoping for out of this? That's what I want to know. Is he worried, Phil? What? As the health secretary of the nation during a global pandemic, when we all had no choice but to watch him do speeches, that we don't know who he is? <laughs> that he's not well known enough? It's a, a celebrity is a sickness. In many ways, Pierre, it's the real pandemic. Yeah, all these celebs it's- coughing, coughing coughing renown onto each other <laughs> why uh, he, he's had such a humiliating experience in the public eye why does he want more of it 
Maybe that's the that's what's truly astonishing. His experience of the public eye is so humiliating and he wants more. Yeah. He's like a guy who has been force-fed turds dropping down a ladder into the sewer to get the real thing as fresh as possible. <laughs> Kicking his I way through a manhole cover, just saying, I need more! I, oh, man, I don't understand it and it is very british this thing in america they have you know the bachelor and whatever but it does not involve people the already known quantities it does not involve people who are already celebrities who are already well known I, yeah in the uk it's as part it's a unique sickness that the british have of of humiliating their celebrities well they have like they'll have like celebrity apprentice in america but but they'll never like, if you're a political figure if you were like the governor of a state or a senator or even a congressman with a few loopy loo exceptions from the last 15, 20 years. Because, just because generally it's such a, I don't know, a bigger, more powerful system. And they still have that thing over there where everyone's like, sir, well, sure thing, sir. They're also obsessed with like respect and honor. They don't behave like it, but they talk about it a lot. And that probably provides a barrier to, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Right, right, right. But it's fucking But mad. But I don't, but British politics. Is and British politicians are so surrounded by grandeur and remind and like crowns and and yeah and old rules and formality. Like you go into the House of Commons every day, you're in that those ancient buildings all the time. Why, how does that not program out of you the desire to be on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? Surely, how does that how do you not go these two things are incompatible with each other? It's truly, it's truly bizarre. It is truly bizarre. I mean, well, you and I, Phil, you, you more, well, no, actually, so you and I, Phil, I would say we're both fame adjacent. You're, you're, we're both adjacent to it. You're closer to the actual thing than I am, but we're both, we both know famous people is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, how many, how many famous people do you know who, like, really, like, relish it? Who really relish it? Yeah, really enjoy fame. Yeah, they love it. I can think of one, straight off the top of my head, who I think really does love it. Yeah, I think um, I've, I've met maybe one or me- two, maybe two. Yeah, yeah, but but it is rare. Normally, it's it, it's an unfortunate byproduct of them being really good at whatever it is—singing, comedy, whatever. Well, this is a peer. I think that the famous people we know are famous for being good at what they do. And I think <laughs> yes. if, you're, if you're good at what you do, you don't actually, you, have, you haven't done it for the fame. You've done it because you enjoy the thing and you're good at it. Yeah. The people who enjoy the fame are usually not good at what they do. Yeah. Yeah. They found something to do to become famous. What, here's a question. What's the worst sort of fame that's still acceptable to you? The worst sort of fame. Well, I mean, to be famous for being good at something. Yeah, but for like the fame to follow the work. Well, obviously that's the no, but that's the best version of fame. All right. So, but uh, what was your question? So I'm saying, of all the shitter versions of fame, e.g., being oh, famous for being yeah. I'm a celebrity contestant, or being famous for, I don't know, hijacking a plane or something. You know, not stuff to do with your career. Is there a version yeah. of fame where if you had to choose, you, you're not allowed to be famous for what you're good at, so you have to choose a secondary form of fame? Yeah. What do you think it would be? Okay. 
that that I would be all right with. Yeah. I quite like people who have fame thrust upon them unexpectedly or in a way they did not intend and have been gracious about it. Yeah. So the other week we spoke we talked about um Rebecca Black. Yeah. I like Rebecca Black. Uh, her, I like her fame. I think there's something nice about it. I think she wore it well and she had good humor about it. Um yeah, so I guess that kind of fame or like someone who becomes famous for uh for for doing something like the the um, come dine with me guy the sad little life guy oh um what a sad little life yes i would enjoy the money yeah yeah like a meme famous i quite like some meme famous meme fame i think that's quite fun yeah meme fame would be it'd be good to be a meme i mean we both know james a caster he's he is of course a meme yes he's a couple of memes actually he's the bake-off meme and the uh, Ricky Gervais meme. What's the Ricky Gervais meme? Well, from his stand-up show, it's like it's like people just clipping up subtitled screenshots of that routine about Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's a meme. I th- I think the meme is the Bake Off one. Him going, um, I had a I had I, I've had a breakdown, burn appetite. Right, that that was the meme. Yes. Yeah, I think the 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 Ricky Gervais bit is a bit too long form to be a meme. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the um you brave little sis boy. I've seen that um used on its own right, as an image right, as a right. reply, but then that's because I'm in the arts. Right, 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 right. Um would you um what's what's the obviously you don't want to go on a reality show, but if you had to, which one would you choose? Gun to your head. Oh man. British reality or any reality? British. The grimmest kind. Ugh. I was I was worried you'd say that. <laughs> British. Um. I uh, first dates. <clears throat> oh really? I'd go on first dates. Yeah, because I'm good at dates, and um, and I I, I like I prefer interacting with people one on one to like a group of nutters. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I'd probably go with first dates. Uh, but ideally, I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> ideally, I wouldn't be on any. Um, what other What other big ones are there? Reality. Well, you can choose. Um, um, there's I'm a celebrity. There's Hun- Big Brother. There's Hunted. There's SAS. Are you tough enough? There's. Um... Yeah, the ones that have any dignity are difficult and scary. <laughs> yeah, that's so. It. I don't want to do those. Bake Off. Um. Really? That's more. Is that a reality show? It's more like a sort of. Com- yeah, it's more like a competition game show, isn't it? I guess it's more like a cookie right. game. Cookie game show. Cookie, cookie. Um, cookie, cookie. Is there one? Yeah, I think I'd go with a date. A dates one. Um, I'd show off my 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 um date icebreaker questions oh yeah good yeah okay yeah so that'd be good and it could get you even more dates imagine well this is it <laughs> you go on tv yeah you get you go on these shows to for the opportunities and i don't want to like write a memoir or present the one show i just want more dating opportunities <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, my hot uh, spicy take, I, uh, MasterChef, Bake Off, all this stuff. I have absolutely zero fucking interest in the backstory or sad recent um, bereavement of any contestant. Yeah, really? Don't care. Wow, that's kind of cold shit I normally say. Not interested. I'm not against it, but I, I like it's, it's more, I, th- I think it's just filler, and I understand why they do it, but if I had a perfect world, I would be like, well, I'm more interested in just how they, how they do on this challenge. I, I, at, at the very, episode one, mm. everyone gets three minutes to just go, hi, I'm so-and-so, or whatever. But after that, that's mm-hmm. it. I'd have so much more time for the sub stories on reality TV shows if it didn't come with the fucking instant piano. Mm. The fucking... Yeah, so a couple of years ago, my said... <laughs> and then the dog exploded and... Yeah. And we couldn't find his tail for five weeks. Yeah. It's like... like ju- if, if they just had a no music, I'd be like, ah... Oh, Oh, that was that was that was authentic. That was genuine. Yes. But the production to go on a bling, belong. I just go fuck off so instantly. I just instantly when the second piano starts, it goes no like that, and I just change the channel. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. You good. just shout, don't manage it make, me. It makes a sort of mockery. Don't manage it makes a mockery me. Mockery of these people. Don't manage my emotions. Yes, that's it. Um, Let me make up my own mind. Stop cutting to Greg Wallace with like inverted eyebrows. Inverted eyebrows, nodding sadly, in and you and I know now that he, that they recorded that after. Yes, they're called they're called the noddies, right? Secret the noddies are the, the you film the coast after the person said that, pretending to nod along. Secret, secret. So industry. what happened is this? Yeah, a little secret behind peek behind the curtain there. Patreon peek behind the curtain. So they would have recorded the person going, "Oh yeah, my dog exploded and we couldn't find the tail." And and then they'll go, oh, go sorry. And then they'll say, okay, Greg, do some noddies. And he'll he'll lift up his eyebrows and he'll go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, like <sighs> a really a really busy guy wearing seven belts goes and sad nodding. <laughs> and look over here. Okay, now happy yeah. nodding. <laughs> okay, and those three again, please for options. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. It is. It is very cynical. And as you say, if they didn't put in fucking Ludovico Einaudi underneath everything that people were saying, then it would feel yeah. authentic. But because they don't, you just go, "Well, you've you've you're just trying to make me associate this potentially disastrous flan with this person's exploded dog." <laughs> A disastrous flan. I was watching um, MasterChef. Uh, or at least watching a bit of it, and a lady said about because you know they they do like meal they do like a recipe or a meal where it's like a tribute to someone, and it's always someone sad. Yeah, you know it's always yeah. a relative who's passed away or whatever, an old teacher or some shit. It's never just like my mate Danny loves pie, so here's Danny's pie. You know. <laughs> um. So this this person was doing one for someone who was like there. It wasn't their dad. So when they were talking about how much this person had meant to them, they said, he was like a father figure to me. Hmm. But do you... Right. Why, why wouldn't you just say father figure? Yeah, he was a, fa- he was a real father figure. <laughs> but it said he was, like, he was like a father figure. You go, well, what was he then? <laughs> <laughs> he was a father figure figure. Yeah, he was a father figure figure. <laughs> he was exactly the sort of person I could so easily imagine being a father figure. 
<laughs> I could completely imagine imagining him being my father. Being my father figure? Well, no, he could imagine imagining him being his father. Yes, imagine imagining. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was he a father figure? No. <laughs> was he like a father figure? God, so close. Absolutely. Um, and I just nearly threw my shoe at the TV because people speak so unclearly. Yeah. And I'm a real, yeah. I'm a real penis about that sort of thing, Phil. Oh yeah, we appreciate the choir here. <laughs> um, Phil, do you want to hear from Tim? Yes. Tim, Tim, Taru. Yes. Oh yes. Tim says, "Dear Philexa and Poople Assistant." <laughs> That's good. Mm. Um, he says, "Your latest episode brought back a memory from my childhood. Proustian, was it?" Ah. Mm. Um, which I thought you might enjoy. A heartwarming poo story. He says, sort of incredulously about right. himself. Um, mm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Could it be a heartwarming poo story? Yes. He says, uh, as you boys are a little younger than me, I may need to explain the following. Um, oh. I don't think he needs to explain much of this, but maybe I'll, I'll go with it. Prerequisite one. Something like that. So he's trying to explain some stuff to make the story make more sense because he's older than us. Right. So he says, prerequisite number one, before the mid-90s and the hashtag nanny, and the, and the nanny state hashtag am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, people didn't pick up dog poo, he claims. What? What a terrible place the past was. The past is a different country. They shit things differently there. <laughs> um, where, where's that from? The, pa- the past is a different country. Oh, God, who said that? The past is a different country. They do things differently there. Um, hang on, let me see. You search it. You search it. I will, I will, I will. The past is a foreign country. Foreign the country. The past is a foreign country. Hmm. Who said the past is a foreign country? L.P. Hartley. In his 1953 novel, The Go-Between. Oh. The past is a foreign country. They do things differently there. There you go. Hmm. Um, okay. More like L.P. Hartley. L.P. Hartley. Nice. Um, smell poo Hartley. Smell poo Hartley. <laughs> the past is a different country. They poo thing- a foreign country. They poo things differently there. <laughs> smell poo Hartley said that. <laughs> Sake. <laughs> so, prerequisite number two, and this is, I think Tim is over-egging this a bit, daisy chains. Daisy chains, okay. We know what daisy chains are, don't we? Or, or do you not know? Literal, the literal David daisy chains. Yeah. Like a chain made of daisies, yeah. All the, all the piece, all the long hairs made them. The damn long hairs, draft dodgers. Yes. Yeah. The filthy hippies. Yes, little kids. Daisy chains. Children would take a bunch of jay- daisies and stick them together and make a sort of, per- he says, a perishable but free necklace. <laughs> <laughs> of course we know daisy chains, Tim. Tim, you mustn't do that thing where you, you sort of presume that kids these days don't play tag. They're on the, on the, on the TikTok. <laughs> of course they play I lo- tag. I love, that, I love that genre of sort of Facebook, um, like Gen X boomer meme yeah. of like, where we played as kids, and it's a photo of the woods, yeah. or 
or a stream. Or like waste ground with like an old trolley on it. <laughs> it's like, is that good? <laughs> was that good, was it? The only TikTok we Didn't had was the TikTok murdered. of Nana's clock. <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, um, I should take this opportunity to recommend Glenn Moore's uh, parody of these oh, of these poems. So perfect. So funny. Um, uh, I don't know how you'd find it. Twitter makes things very hard to find. I think if you search at Glenn Moore, it, where he's, it's at the news at Glenn on Twitter, and then colon, and then type oh. in Brother John. Brother John. It should yes. come up. Very funny. Um, but Phil, now for the story. Yes. Mm. I was about five, and my mother was pushing a pram through the park with me and my siblings in tow. It, mm. Idyllic. Lovely. Lovely image. We had been making daisy chains and had a bunch of daisies left over. Dog poo lined mm. the path, as per usual. Gosh, this is an element of the past I was not aware of, that dog poo just lay about. Yeah, I'm interested Unpicked. in this. I remember. I know the whole thing about dog poo used to be white. Is that just because it used to be left out in the sun and so it got bleached? Maybe, and I think it's to do with the ingredients in dog food becoming less horrifying. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. But yeah, it could be. Dog poo lined the path as per usual. I can't remember who, but one of us made the discovery that you could push a daisy into a dog poo stem oh, first. Oh no, no, no! Without even touching. I don't know the why I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. Why do I hate this? We hear so many poo stories on this on this podcast, and from um, from time to time, someone will just make, will be ho- horrible in a way that I can't really explain. Yeah, why do you hate the this juxtaposition? So much? Must be the nice daisy and the horrible shit, and the <laughs> idea of the stem going in. I think. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. We made the discovery that you could push a daisy into a dog poo stem first without ever touching the dog poo. Um, this we all thought was hilarious and amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine thinking the same as a child. That's funny. Hilarious and amazing is good. Hilarious and amazing. So we promptly decorated the entire path. Wow. So all the dog shits work. have got little flowers coming out now. <laughs> it's like, like a, a Banksy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Minutes later, my mother looked back to see what we were up to, and I got to see the most embarrassed look I've ever seen on a person's face. (laughs) Um, It still makes me chuckle to think of all the people who must have walked through that park and seen our beautiful procession of flower-sprouting dog poos. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it must have looked like. Yeah. Very fertile dog shits. Like like the kind of thing you see in a cartoon to explain manure. Yeah, or like, <gasps> spring has started. <laughs> you know, it's like a sign. That the turds the are in bloom. <laughs> um, well, that, there's, he's also sent us a mother load of tat, but we don't, we've run out of time, Tim. Sorry, we'll, we'll try and get to it. I think we may have seen We've run it. out of Tim time. We've run we've out run of Tim, Tim time, time, Tim. Um, <laughs> I think we may have seen it. Because it's from okay. the range, and I'm not sure, but I think... Anyway, I'll, I'll, we'll investigate it at another date. But um, thank you very much for being VIPs, guys. We do really appreciate it. Um, yes. We will let you know about extra days of live stuff, but thank you very much for selling out BudPod Live in three hours or something crazy. 
Perhaps. What are we, Glastonbury? What are we, Glastonbury, with those long hairs? Um, <laughs> thank you very much, and we'll talk to you guys next Cheers, week. Cheers, guys. Yeah, see you soon. Bye. Bye.